Hello and welcome to the Smells Like Infinite Sadness podcast. I'm your host, Michael Taylor. For those of you who don't know, I run the website, SmellsLikeInfiniteSadness.com. It's a blog covering the best alternative rock from the 80s and 90s up to present day. I'm a proud middle-aged Gen Xer who is still obsessed with the music of his youth and loves to talk about it. But for those of you who've been tuning in regularly, or for those who are new to this, we also run a, a separate series called the Smells Like Cinematic Podcast. That's where we discuss the best in bad movies. Bad movies that are so terrible you can't help but watch them. They're like train wrecks, you can't look away. And this week, my co-host, Damon Shell, and I have got a very special treat for you. And so without further ado, we're going to hop right into it. It's a holiday-themed film, one you're never going to forget. So relax, get settled in, get you a cup of nice hot cocoa or some spiked eggnog, and let's get weird. Welcome to the shop of Joe Petto. Here, you'll find the most amazing gadgets on Earth, each specially designed by the craftsman himself. So what do you know about that old guy from the toy store? So what if I told you he was arrested for maiming some kids several years ago? What reason could he have to hurt innocent children? Joe Peck always wanted a real boy. Where's Derek? He took him! I took him what? Who? The man from the toy store! But he'll have to make what he can get. Mickey Rooney stars in Silent Night, Deadly Night 5. The Toymaker. Merry Christmas! This is next week is Christmas. We're going to do Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker. And here with me is co-host Damon Shell. Hello. <laughs> One of our favorite uh, favorite pieces of shit of all time, I think. <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely in our top ten like, like best worst films for sure. And there's a lot to dive into here. So I guess the first thing we should do is kind of talk about the, the franchise in general. Uh, the first Silent Night, Daily Night came out in 1984, and it was definitely, you know, another holiday-inspired slasher film that was, you know, inspired by Halloween, Friday the 13th, all those kind of things were very popular. And so this is a very cheap and cynical uh, horror film. I think in particular that Silent Night, Daily Night, the original, was it's kind of a drag. I mean, it's not that great of a horror movie. I mean, it's, No, it's – yeah, it's, it's not uh, – I mean – it was sort of uh, uh, in in its way of taking the Santa Claus character as the you know this uh, sort of dark character. It was it was uh, somewhat original in that uh, respect as far as like it's like the the way they they went about that. But uh, other than that, it's yeah. I, I think as the series, uh, I mean, I, I can't even believe there was a series after the first film. I mean, <laughs> the first film, the first film. <laughs> First film got so much backlash uh, from so many people, including the star of uh, our favorite one, Mr. Good Old Mickey. We'll touch yeah. on that later. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yes, I mean, it certainly wasn't a scary film, uh, and it was definitely cheap, cheap knockoff. They got it out quick. It made a few bucks, and it inspired a lot of direct-to-video films. Five, in fact, which is uh, pretty pretty amazing. And But the, the first four, if I recall, were all very similar to the, the serial killer sla- uh, Santa Claus, but Part five was a complete departure. Part five was kind of the same vein as films like Dolls and, and Puppet Master, Demonic Toys and all that. It was a, a toy-themed horror film, which are always inherently funny. Exactly. Because <laughs> the idea of deadly toys, it's just, it's just a really funny concept. You know, it was – I was reading in some articles, especially when Dread Central, talking about in some ways this film was kind of like the Halloween 3 of this series where Halloween 3 was like – nah, yeah. The film that was kind of doing a whole different take on, on that uh, genre and kind of becoming like an anthology. This was very much a uh, a different uh, film from the other ones. And it was also the most apeshit weird one of the bunch. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, they can't. I mean, the the the, the toy as uh, you know, as sort of a horror trope can be pretty pretty well used. I mean, if you're you, I mean, certain films have used it quite well, where you may have you know, like the uh, you know, I can't. I can just think of images right now. I can't think of any films right off the top of my head. But the uh, you know, you've got the the child's toy sitting in the darkened room in the chair, you know, and the, you know, waking them up in the night and it's move, you know, that's such a horror trope, you know, and it can actually be used well and done well. But, uh, at some point during the eighties and nineties when they started, uh, I think it's when our toys became shittier is <laughs> when, uh-huh. when the films became shittier. Like we started having like all these, you know, uh, little, like wind up robotty toys and all these things. They kept trying to use them in the movies as the, as the kit, like to, as a killing mechanism or something. Uh-huh. Is, I mean, if you're using like a creepy doll or something and then you're using it as a, an effect um, and you never really see the doll running around doing things, which is where it becomes hilarious. And that's where it becomes funny is when they try, try, try to start showing a doll or a toy actually killing people, because that's where, the hilarity ensues because you have this tiny little object and it's like, you know, <laughs> it, it becomes so frantic and so like manic. Um, but, uh, that, I mean, that's kind of what brings silent night, deadly night into that realm with these, these, these t- small killer toys. That's, that's, that's where it really is, is, uh, groan inducing. But, um, I mean, if it were just that, that would be one thing, but then you've got Mickey Rooney, and his his man made son uh, <laughs> that that takes it to another level of insanity. So uh, I mean that that's where where this one just shines above all the others. So <laughs> yeah, because that's basically the, the main concept is that Mickey Rooney is this evil uh, toy shop owner, and he makes these toys that that are you know killing machines. But he also has a son named Pio Kio. And his name is Joe Petto. So if you're even slightly familiar with Disney or classic children's tales, you should know where this is going. But we're going to get into the full uh, dirt on that later. But it's it's worth noting that Mickey Rooney, as the star of this film, the you know the biggest person in the in the cast, uh, he had had a previously was very had made a very scathing comment. I don't know where what it was in an interview with a magazine or a tv i can't find any links to that but he basically was was really going off on the original silent night deadly night for being so offensive for kids and, and all that kind of stuff and he said things like the scum of me that movie should be run out of town <laughs> it, it, it was like very high and mighty on it so cut to a few years later and mickey rooney stars in this film which i'm sure was i'm sure he probably didn't even remember that he said that right and, and, he probably, and knowing and and knowing him, he probably didn't even draw the correlations between the, the films. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they just said it was the toy maker, and he didn't know that it was Silent yeah. Night Deadly Night. That, that, that's a possibility. But yeah. the, the irony is great. And of, <laughs> and of course, you know, I'm sure they he would need some money because he wasn't a big marquee star at that point. So they well, probably yeah. I, well, I, I'm not even sure how much. I mean, I, just looking at uh, you know Wikipedia, it says the I don't know if this could, how could this be accurate, but the budget they say the budget for the film was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars estimated. <laughs> <laughs> That's on Wikipedia. This <laughs> estimated sh- budget for the film was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. We gotta we gotta look this up and make sure that 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 yeah. can't be right. Yeah, I mean, I w- what did I Mickey, say- Mickey Mickey got paid? What five hundred bucks? <laughs> <laughs> 
I would have guessed two hundred, two hundred dollars, but that's still that's, that's a shockingly low figure, even for a direct to yeah, video film. Exactly, that's what I was thinking too. It's I mean I know it went direct to video, but still that seemed kind of low to me. But I don't know. <laughs> that's crazy, but yeah. Um. So another thing about this film is that so in the early nineties, this was still where Home Alone was a very popular film, and this was this was kind of models like it is like an evil Home Alone because on the on the box art there's a kid who looks like Macaulay Culkin. He got hit in the head with a shovel. Surrounded by toys. And it said, he's home, but he's not alone. And, and that kid, I didn't bother looking up his name because I'm not going to go through yeah. the effort, but he is just a slack-jawed yokel. This kid, <laughs> he's, he's, he's like a vegetable the whole film. He has, he has like no... And I know part of it was that he's kind of this withdrawn child, but even still, this this kid had no range. Yeah. Every time he would like try to smile, it was it was just it was so <laughs> just forced. And- yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I I'm not sure if they. I'm sure they asked the kid to sort of act that way. Um, you know, because I mean, in, in the the premise in the beginning of the film is that well, in the beginning, the kid it starts off with the kid walking in and seeing his parents having sex. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and that's that's like one of the opening like salvos that you're that they throw at you and then he goes downstairs and gets a there's a box left on the stairs which he then brings in which his father later opens while the son watches and this toy pops out the santa like claus santa claus with like a, a a musical like thing or something so he like somehow activates it and it all these cords shoot out and, and, <laughs> and strangle him. So, so the so the kid is watching his father being strangled by this Christmas toy, and uh, I, I mean, I'm sure that was supposedly why the kid was supposed to be so withdrawn and whatever. But I mean, good God, they could have had a better acting, you know, like yeah, and from that kid, or at least you know the the, the direct that's the director's responsibility to to pull it out of him if he's got it in him. But I just don't think that kid had it in him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, the two leads, uh, you know, the, the one guy who plays the person you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy till the very end. I mean, he's just like a cardboard cutout, and the, the woman playing Derek's mom is just—they're all just like walk, sleepwalking through the script. I mean, yeah, you don't—you really don't give a shit about any character. No, you don't. <laughs> like, like you—I completely forgot about the fact that the main lead character, the guy that. There's this question of whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. I was like, I, I it was so it's you just don't care once you're watching yeah. the film. You really don't care. I mean, it's uh, but I mean, Mickey steals the show, and and so does Joe Petto or uh, 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 Pino Kio. Yeah. I yeah. mean, those two steal the entire movie. Every everything else is it's like I mean, it's like it's like if if, if it weren't for those two, it's like you'd be left holding like a wet brown paper sack of vomit. I mean, it's just nothing, nothing to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's just this nasty feeling of just uh, I don't know. It's just it, those two are the only reason to watch this film. I mean, it, it has its moments where the the small toys are killing people and these these little things like that. But I mean, other than that, I mean, the 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 other actors in this are just yeah, not is. not not even watchable. <laughs> and another great uh, point of irony, in addition to Mickey Rooney demonizing this franchise before he decided to join it was the fact that he had played uh, uh, Santa Claus in two Rankin-Bass specials, which, you know, those Christmas specials with the stop-motion animation, he was in The Year Without a Santa Claus, which is my personal favorite of all those old specials. <laughs> yeah. And he was also in Santa Claus Coming to Town. So it's kind of a nice little irony that he was playing this this 
evil Christmas guy when he's actually played Santa Claus himself. It's kind of like a, a, yeah. a, a fun, a fun duality of it. But, uh, you know, as, as this film progresses, you, you've got these kind of disjointed stories that never really quite come together. You've got the mother and the son who are traumatized and somehow, uh, Mickey Rooney and his, uh, son Pino Kio used to live in their house. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was something to do with, yeah, I think uh, from, from what I remember and from reading about it is Mickey's wife is ki- was killed. Um, our son was killed. The wife and son were killed um, uh, when they were living in that, that house. Uh, and they since moved on and Mickey, Mickey's whole purpose for, for the, the Pino Kio character um, or uh, Joe Petto. Yeah. Pino, Pino Kio character. <laughs> Uh, I get them so confused because like this is just so ridiculous. Because <laughs> when you se- when you separate the two names, you know it's 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 easy like Pinocchio and Joe Pe- G- Geppetto. But then when you start separating them into like names like Joe Petto and Pino Kio, I, I can never. I just always get them confused because they're just so ridiculous. But <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, apparently that that's what had happened was. Mickey had lost his wife and and child or some something like that, and they he, so he decides to uh, uh, um, uh, have his own son as as Pino, which we'll get to later as how he, how he gets this son. But uh, but yeah, that's how they try to link these stories together somehow. Um, and and of course it's 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 within the first within the first two weeks. I think it says after this whole incident where the the son or the father is killed by the Santa Claus toy in the beginning. Um, it, it says two weeks later, she, she takes the kid. Um, I think his name was Derek. Yeah. Uh, Derek. 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 He, he, and he hasn't spoken since his father's death, uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> so <laughs> two, like, two, two, that's, that's also two. So two weeks after witnessing his father being brutally strangled and killed by a toy, <laughs> Two weeks later, the mom takes him to buy some toys. To Mickey Rooney's toy store. <laughs> Let's get you over over that hump, buddy. Let's get you a new toy. Not a, not a moment of therapy. Not, no. Nothing in the nothing in the two weeks. He, he doesn't speak since his father's death in those two weeks. And the first thing we see after that is good old mom taking him to the toy store. Because <laughs> nothing's going to get you over a trauma like expose yourself to the same trauma a few weeks later. <laughs> I know it's going to help you feel better about your dad getting killed by a toy, a new toy. There you go. Let's go to a let's go to a, a room full of toys so you can just have a panic attack. Why don't we do that? <laughs> so he comes to the store and and you know the, I mean you hear the word Joe Pedo and I mean it, it's a play on words but it just it Pedo just it sounds yeah. like Pedo. I mean, the, sto- the, the store the 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 sign or the store's name is Pedos. Which so a toy is, store named Pedos. So that's already creep, <laughs> creepy. And, and and so he comes in, he meets Mickey Rooney, and there's this one scene where Mickey Rooney's trying to like endear himself to the kid. It's so creepy because he like does this trick where he like puts a coin in his ear. He's like, Is that where you keep your money? And it's just <laughs> it's just so creepy. I mean, it's just because uh, he has this weird, weird look. And the best part of it is that he has this big smile on his face, and they walk out of the room. <laughs> he gets that that Mickey grimace where it turns, and then you know, like he's a bad guy. You know, it's kind of like like the big, the big uh, thing there where you know you're going to be in store because Mickey Rooney's best performances were when he was like raging pissed. That's when Mickey oh, Rooney yeah. c- came alive when he was like a like a monster because he was 
such a cranky bastard. And, we, <laughs> and, and it wasn't really acting, I don't think, when he was doing that. It's just kind of channeling his inner inner rage. So yeah, it was, was probably probably they just left the cameras rolling after the scene. And uh, it's just <laughs> Mickey's general disdain for having to, to act in this. Because <laughs> <laughs> at one point, he's really mad at Pinocchio. Uh, and Pinocchio, they're having like a fight. And he turns away. He's like, "Don't turn your back on me when I'm talking to you." I mean, just he's just <laughs> always had this like this simmering rage underneath the surface. <laughs> and another thing about this film is that it's got really bad special effects, obviously right. with the budget, you know, really bad gore effects. But it would they, you know, because back in the '80s and still now, you've got like Greg Nicotero in The Walking Dead. You've got people like that who are kind of like you know makeup yeah. celebrity of like Rob ba- Rob Bottin from The Thing or. Rick Baker, yeah. American World of London, or um, Tom Savini is probably one of the most well-known guys. But yeah. the the guy from this one was a guy called Screaming Mad George, <laughs> and they always act like he was some kind of a big deal. But he his his, his work was not that great. Yeah. And I and I had actually seen a film a couple of years ago called Society. I, I saw it at at a film festival oh, yeah. with, with Jack, and it was it it was kind of an interesting horror movie. And that has some decent special effects, which I think he was there for. And and, and they did a film panel afterwards. Screaming George, Mad George came out, and he was like. I'm working this film next, or Mickey Rooney's going to play a Geppetto, and we're going to do a, a you know a, a Pinocchio story. And I was like, "What the hell is this? I got to watch this." So, so when we found that, when you and I found that box in the video store, I was so astounded. This is it. This is what it is. <laughs> it was actually it, my, it was actually yeah, gone because <laughs> I kind of had taken my imagination by 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 force when I just heard that. So, yes, yeah, so, so Screaming Mad George, his name is better than than his work, but and he's he his, his, some of his creations included a early scene. Where uh, our hero slash villain slash antihero gives uh, his uh, our landlord a toy for Christmas, and so the landlord's driving in a car, taking that. He's like, "What the hell? Is this? What is this? What is this toy?" Oh, that uh, yeah, that's one of the toys actually that uh, he gets from um, from Pedos. Um, uh-huh. From his first visit to Pedos, he yeah. uh, gets this toy because um, Joe shows him at. at it was called it was called Larry the Larvae. <laughs> <laughs> and so so Joe, seriously, that's what it was called. So Joe So apparently in the in the toy store, D- Derek rejects all the toys that Joe's trying to show him until he actually shows him this one called Larry the Larvae. Um they, that that prompts him and his mother to to uh, to to want to leave, and uh, that's that's where Joe 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 Petto becomes angry and starts yelling at Pino. But um, so this was this was apparently the toy that the landlord gets uh, uh-huh. uh, while he's driving home. Yes. So 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 right away you know this is coming from from a bad place. So he's driving the, and he's 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 kind of jabbering to himself and this Larry the Larvae he's like looking at the toy while he's driving like 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 he's like enamored of this toy like a grown man be enamored of a Larry the Larvae toy like what the hell is that what the hell and so the 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 toy like crawls around the back and like bursts through his his eye socket and out his mouth as if that was one of the first like gore effects and it's just so goofy so that's that's what that's that's what you kind of know what you're in store for when you see yeah it was really the special effects were really really bad in that scene but I mean, just the also the uh, the the reasoning behind it. So uh, that's this whole scene happens because this the 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 other guy, his name was Noah, which uh, followed the mother and son to the toy store. The guy that, mm-hmm. you know, we, you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy um, in the beginning. Um, but he, he follows him to the to the toy store and he's the one that ends up um, getting uh, the toy, some of the toys 
uh, like Larry the Larvae, and it's, and it says <laughs> that his la- the landlord comes uh, to uh, Harold, uh, his angry landlord Harold comes to uh, uh, discuss late rent from Noah, and so Noah, in order to uh, sort of appease the landlord gives the landlord Larry the Larvae toy in exchange for a one-day extension on the rent. So, that, so, that's, so, that's how they, so that's how they try to explain how the landlord has this toy, murderous toy, is, <laughs> is that our- it's a one-day extension on his rent. <laughs> yes, mean- <laughs> sorry, sorry for late on the rent until then, and please enjoy this crappy worm toy, <laughs> a grown man. I mean, it, and I don't think that I don't think the guy even had any kids. I think they just gave him this toy. It was like, like, like what's he going to do with it? You know, like, okay, this will do. This will do. This will cover. This should be enough to cover one day extension on your rent. Really, really weird. I mean, and the film is full of these really weird, like, rationalizations and and sick. It's just there's not a good flow to the film. No, it's, it's just the 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 reasoning behind everything is just doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, just just things like that. Like, just so that they can have a scene. Of uh, you know uh, uh, a, an ancillary character getting killed uh, by by the you know the first one to be killed by one of the toys, except of course the the kid's father in the beginning. So I guess that's how they're trying to tie it all together. Is that you know of course pedos must have something to do with it because here's another now a, a second killing by a toy. So I mean I, I'm sure that was their reasoning, but good lord, I mean you got you've got to tie it together better than that. I mean. Giving Larry the larvae as a one-day extension on your rent to your landlord just to set up a toy murder? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not believable in the least. I mean, I mean yeah. it'd, be, it'd be more believable if the landlord was just rifling through the trash and found Larry the larvae, you know? Not, not that he was given Larry the larvae as an extension <laughs> on someone's rent. I mean... <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try that next time. I'm not gonna pay rent next month, and I'm gonna give them a Larry the Larvae. <laughs> here, here, here's an old Star Wars figure. Please, please give me a. Please I mean, that would at least be like worth some money. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say that that besides Mickey Rooney, you know, his star turn in this film, there's one other great bad actor in this movie, Clint Howard, Ron Howard's <laughs> erstwhile <laughs> brother, <laughs> Clint Howard, who. You know, Clint Howard is just kind of like a mainstay of bad B movies, and, and you know, Clint uh, Howard, in addition to playing a a, a part time Santa, is also a full time pervert in this in this <laughs> film because he looks at at a a woman dressed like an elf because her Santa's a little helper, and he goes ho ho ho. Oh God! Which, you know, and 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 it was kind of strange because he was in the previous Silent Night Deadly Night film, which I believe is called Initiation, where he played like the the, the main uh, protagonist. And he kind of pops yeah. up here with like no connection to the early one. It was kind of just a strange cameo, I guess, just because he had nothing else to do. I, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think about Clinton Howard. I think about when he won the MTV Lifetime Achievement Award and cried because he was really like, moved by it. And they were all like, it was a joke. And I think it devastated him, which is really kind of sad. But it is kind of sad. But yeah, but I mean, I. I I mean, you kind of have to know going into the MTV Awards at any point that's that's a joke. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, come on, man! But this, it's MTV. I mean, come on. So he was like he was like the only other person besides uh, Mickey that really made a kind of a big splash in the film. So his his cameo is pretty pretty funny. Hey, our little germ carriers today, huh? Oh, not bad. Only got pissed on twice. Man, is it hot up there? Nothing like a California Christmas, huh? 
Nothing like that California cutie we have for an elf. That ties in because the next day that the the mom takes Derek to see Santa and uh, and the Clint Howard is that's where the Clint Howard scene comes in because he's he's the Santa who is getting off of his shift while Noah, which is the weird guy who who gave uh, (laughs) Larry the larvae. (laughs) Here's Larry the larvae in lieu of rent. Um, (laughs) so, So. so th- this this character is then also apparently a part time Santa because he's 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 taking over Clint Howard's shift at the mall. Uh-huh. So that's where Clint Howard comes in. But then then you also get this Noah guy taking the shift, which which is also just very creepy because this this guy just you don't know what his intentions or motives are, and they keep showing him with just this sort of these these sort of blank looks on his face. Uh-huh. And, but as things progress, you've got, um, you know, these toys become, you know, there's, they're in greater number. Uh, Joe Petto really tries to, is really intent on, on getting back to that house and getting rid of Derek. I don't really know what his reasons are for getting rid of Derek. It's just to move back in the house. They never really kind of specify yeah, that, that, that motive. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was because of, uh, um, yeah, I'm not sure if it had something to do with Mickey Rooney's affinity for, for the boy, like, because he's a real boy. So that that brings brings it on to to a, a great scene of uh, where um, Joe Petto confronts Pino about intruding the house. Um, uh, uh, so so I think Joe Joe tries to smooth it over by by leaving a present for Derek um, uh, at the uh, like dropping it off. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so. Uh, she uh, it's, uh the, apparently Derek doesn't even want the toy. He doesn't even want to touch the toy, which is what I, which is what also is so fascinating about this movie is the the cluelessness of, of the mother because <laughs> just two That's weeks it. earlier <laughs> killed his dad that way. <laughs> two weeks earlier, his father was killed by opening a present, <laughs> and this 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 clueless mother is constantly like. Maybe this is her version of aversion therapy. Maybe it's just aversion therapy for him. Just, just, just inundate him with toys until he gets over it. <laughs> Get over it, kid. Come on. <laughs> Can't be sad forever. So, yeah, so that's um, – so, Der- so Derek uh, – I think Derek then throws the toy away in the trash uh, because he, he never opens it. He, he doesn't want anything to do with it. And I think that's where which, – which brings up the next thing because isn't that – isn't the toy the uh, – uh, the roller, the roller skate uh, toy. Yeah, yeah, the, the roller blades. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I was reading about about. Um, well, we'll get back to it in a minute. But yes, so there was roller blades, and that ties into another scene. It kind of was kind of two different scenes happening at once, if I recall. Where I believe he has Derek has a babysitter that was going to take care of him. Yeah, and this her boyfriend shows up through the night and this guy i don't know where they found this guy this guy is just so disgusting he's like he's like if willie ames uh crossbred with sloth and the goonies i mean he's so <laughs> gross and and so so they're so they're do the typical thing where you know they're trying to get Derek to sleep so they can have sex yeah meanwhile outside one of his neighbors found these uh rollerblades and the kid puts them on and he <laughs> <laughs> and they become, they become like rocket activated, and, he, and he's like flying up the street. Going, <laughs> and of course, it's supposed to be scary, but it's it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they actually, <laughs> I think they actually stole that from the uh, the original Leprechaun, 
uh, if you remember in the original Leprechaun, there's a scene where he's on uh, on uh, where the Leprechaun is on roller skates. Um, and uh, it, it's just it's so sped up and so awkward. Um, it, <laughs> it looks like he's on rocket skates in that. So, I mean, it just it, it, I, I'm, I'm not sure if that I mean, of course, it wasn't rocket skates and Leprechaun. But just if you go back and watch that scene from Leprechaun where he's on roller skates and then you watch the scene from Silent Night, Deadly Night of the rocket roller skates, you will definitely see the similarity of the two. I mean, both are <laughs> unintentionally uh, gut busting. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, so the kid flies down and he, he, he crashed into a car, but being a, a fairly non gruesome or, or non over the top horror movie, he survives so that, you know, they don't, they really kill, kill kids in horror movies. Yeah. So, so he makes it, but during this, after that wraps up, Derek is is stuck in his room, and meanwhile, uh, the babysitter and her piggish boyfriend go upstairs to get it on. And, and there's this uh, there's this scene where he's like thrusting against her, but wearing these tidy whities. I just, just want to puke. He's just so like, oh, yeah. he's so portly, and his uh, it's, it's just you can just you can just see the skid marks, you know, when he's going. <laughs> and during this scene. Which is probably definitely in the top five scenes. All these little toys start coming in. There's yeah. like little, there's like little army men, a little tank, and they start coming in. And then there's this this little flying, a flying toy, and <laughs> and there's a there's like a, a spider thing with like like long arms, and so you've got this like long arm thing that grabs the girl. Then the guy turns around and they start firing these little shells out of the out of the tank, and they start like like putting like you know like welts in them. Then the one goes through her her like chest, you know, her chest explodes from like the the tank. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, this one toy like a superhero is flying through the air, and the guy goes, "Who the hell is that? <laughs> Who?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you try to identify what the toy's name is before it like plows into him, you know. Like, <laughs> Just, I mean, that, I was like, who the hell is that? I mean, that, <laughs> and, and the best part, though, is that not only is that stupid, they've, they've got this, like, camera mounted on the toy. It's like the, oh, yeah. of the, of the of the toy flying. It's like it's like really cut right Sam Raimi kind of stuff, you know? So so, so, so that that's hilarious. And and if I if I'm correct, after that whole turn of shenanigans where, where they're both killed, the, the other kids, you know, in the hospital, Derek's OK. But I believe after that is we'll be cut back to the toy shop. Where we find out that Pinocchio is the one who left all those toys, and Geppetto gets really angry with him, and they have this epic confrontation where he's like, "You stupid, you stupid, <laughs> you, you stupid!" And they have this big fight, and and he's he's like, "That's why he's don't turn your back on me when I'm talking to you." And he's like, he's like, and he's like, "Father, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And they get this big shoving match, and and eventually, uh, Pinocchio gets knocked down the stairs. And Mickey Rooney, and I'm gonna put a, an image of this on, on the on the blog page for this site. <laughs> he does this incredible, incredible expression. I don't know how you describe it. It's like his eyes crinkle and his lips peel back, and it's like he's either smelled a giant fart <laughs> or he's or he's seen something horrific. I mean, his face is just it's a it's it's a work of of, of beauty. I mean, it's it's so. I mean, that's I don't know if I call it beauty, but it's 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 really strange. I mean, I've never seen a face quite like that before. But it's it's a still image, and I'm going to include that on on the blog post because you have to see it. It's it it always brings yeah. me always brings me joy. <laughs> yeah, the whole this that whole scene of uh, the confrontation between uh, Joe Petto and Pinocchio. 
uh, with the stairs. I mean, that's that's one of those rewind moments that you just have to go back over and over because it's so manic uh, <laughs> in, in its delivery uh from from both actors that it's just it's it's just mesmerizing i just that's that's there's no other word for it other than mesmerizing <laughs> it really is you're drunk you're always drunk don't you turn your back on me when i'm talking to you it's really it's really something else because i mean they're just they're both just hamming it up so bad and and the guy playing pinocchio he looks kind of like a like a like a uh a frozen Gavin Rossdale. I mean, he's got he's he's got like this. He's also very stilted, which is is partly by design. But he's, yeah. he's, he's he does such a strange performance. Yeah, his the performance in that is uh, is is his, his performance is a little offsetting and creepy. I mean, I think he's kind of one of the only actors in the film that actually nailed the the sort of what they needed his character to be as far as like. Uh, uh the 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 actual you know performance of it so uh because he is quite unnerving i mean uh in just his expression and the way he's uh, sort of always lurking around and so i think it was quite he, he was quite quite uh manageable to watch in that yeah and i mean and and really he his his penultimate scene where we where we discover why he's called pinocchio is 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 both hilarious and and, and really unsettling because because of the, <laughs> yeah. the very you know the climax of the film they're they're all trying to get into Derek's house Pinocchio and Geppetto and you you learn that Pinocchio is in love with Derek's mom and he proves his love by coming out of the closet <laughs> coming out of the closet shedding his clothes <laughs> and you and he looks like like a like a human Ken doll you you learn that he is he is also a toy in fact the original title for the script is called toy boy which is just bleh. it just it, yeah it, yeah any, anytime you have a title called keeps, toy boy and a character with the last name yeah, it keeps it going so, so i'm glad they changed that because that would not have, and that also that also shows you that probably in, in the original uh, script it probably was not going to be related to silent night daily night my guess is they just tacked that on trying to trying to get a, a yeah. key on it that's that's my theory but he you know, he he comes out of the of the closet naked, and he doesn't have any equipment that I recall. I mean, he's just kind of looks like. Look. No, it's it's he really it's he's kind of it's look but like a I mean it's like a Ken doll or a or a Barbie or one of those um, uh, you know sort of artists um, uh, dolls that you you use for clay sculpting. You know, it has he has the movable parts. But there's completely, he's completely blank. Like it's, it's got, there's no sexual no. organs or anything at all. So, he, <laughs> which makes it makes it more disturbing by what he starts. To yeah, do next. because I mean, you know, if you're going to be a, a sexual being, not having genitals has got to be really frustrating. And he, and he uh, bears this out by throwing Derek's mom on the ground and dry humping her in this really, really manic fashion. <laughs> and, and then, uh, and while, while while she's just totally freaking out, he's like. I love you, mommy. I love you. <laughs> yes, he's, it's so just. I love you, mommy. I love you. He, he's all the while he's on top, you know, just like like flopping around like a like a like a fish, like with no sexual organs. It's just really disturbing, but it's also fun. it's also funny as hell. <laughs> uh, Mickey Rooney ducks. Um, Derek, the boy, uh, he's dressed as Santa, um, 
breaks into the house with the you know with the boy uh puts him in a in a santa sack like just dra- p- puts it over his head <laughs> like sneaks up behind him puts it over his head and then puts him in the santa sack and so that's why the that's why the mom goes to joe petto is looking uh looking for her son because uh joe petto has kidnapped him apparently dressed as santa in this sack but while all of this insanity is going on with with uh with pino dry humping the mom and all this and i love you mommy derek is still he's still in the santa sack (laughs) (laughs) so so poor poor derek is 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 uh, saved by noah when he breaks into the room and starts fighting pino distracting him long enough for sarah to, (laughs) to uh uh cut him in half at the waist with a double bit axe (laughs) (laughs) i'd forgotten about that that she slices him in half and he's still he's still crawling he's like his two halves are still functioning and she she uh uh i think pino pino grabs her leg the half of pino that was uh cut oh yeah oh yeah yeah, she smashes his head in yeah in Uh, in the basement noah is attacked by Joe Petto with a remote control plane and an acid squirting water pistol and is knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hearing the noise, Sarah goes downstairs and finds the real Joe's dead body and tries to run. So yeah, so Joe Petto is dead. Um, and she's stopped by Joe dressed as Santa, but it's an imposter Joe who removes his face yeah, yeah. He, I mean, that's right. He's, he's yeah. a robot. So he that's takes right. yeah, his he... face off and, and puts the Pino face on. So Pino kills the real Joe, Pedo. Um, and I guess there's a mechanical, uh, which, which just doesn't make any sense either. So so there was a mechanical Joe Pedo face that, that, that Pino puts on and then takes it off and puts his Pino face on. <laughs> his Pino face. I want to put on my well, Pino see, face. I mean, what what I what I really really wish is that they had an alternate take where you saw Mickey Rooney with Pino's body come out and say, "Say I, I love you, mommy." That would have been oh, like God. that. I, I mean, I'm really kind of sad they didn't do that now and switch them <laughs> because because that I mean, just having Mickey Rooney play a Pinocchio okay, would have been really great. But that's just me and my weird, yeah, just seeing, my weird imagination. <laughs> no, yeah, just seeing. Uh, him dry humping somebody while screaming "I love you, mommy" would be enough to <laughs> turn. <laughs> oh yeah, and then by then uh, his mother and and the guy, but but the guy who, who you finally figure out at the end is actually a, a hero, and so he he and and the mom become a couple. Yeah, it's it's yeah it's well it's revealed. I think Noah. <clears throat> I think in the in the Wikipedia it says something about Noah, the you know the the guy that you weren't ever sure of, and who was the playing the other Santa the that took uh, uh, Clint Howard's place. Says he's revealed to be Sarah's old boyfriend and Derek's real father. Which I completely forgot. Oh, I mean, yeah, I did too. I completely forgot about that. So, uh, so the so I guess they try to soften it up a bit by, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't his, uh, Derek's real father who was killed by the present in the beginning. So it should uh, he should be able to overcome his uh, trauma <laughs> because his real dad was Derek. I mean, that, that doesn't make any sense why you would why you would want to throw that that whole thing in that he's Derek's real father, but. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that was like another plot uh, thing that was uh, completely useless to to have. And, 
And, and also, I mean, I, you mentioned the toy plane. At some point, we're going to discuss another Mickey Rooney film called Return of the Red Baron. Revenge, it Revenge of the Revenge Red, Baron? Red Baron. Yeah. I always get those confused. I can never get those right. But we'll get to that at some point where it's Mickey Rooney fighting a, a toy plane for the entire length of the film. But we'll, we'll do that another time. <laughs> we should just and, put together and, and, a montage of Mickey Rooney uh, fighting with toy planes. There's apparently <laughs> there's probably one in uh, my name is Bill. I'm sure he's having trouble with some toy planes in that. I'm sure he's. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's funny because I, I'm reading this. I read this one article about kind of giving a history of the Silent Night franchise, and it start. It, you know, it said November seventh, nineteen ninety one, saw the home video release of Silent Night Deadly Night Five. Though the ending of the film suggests that some of the dolls in Joe Petto's lair may be as alive as Pino, the toy maker ended up being the final installment in the controversial and highly troubled series. And uh, Brian Yuzna, who's a you know big horror guy, he's done Society and he was involved in Reanimator, a producer. He says, "I guess I'm the guy who killed the franchise." <laughs> it. And it's, it's so funny to say because this franchise is kind of just limping along, anyways. Yeah, you know? it's a direct video franchise. It wasn't like it was this big. Uh... You know, it's not like he killed, uh, you know, the Godfather or something. You know, and, <laughs> and and to be totally honest, as someone who has seen at least four of these films, it's 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 as bad as it is. It's still the best of them. Oh yeah, because okay. it because it's really entertaining because it's just so nuts. You know, it's like it's 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 got it's very watchable. I mean, you know, it's I mean, I I just showed it to, to my wife and and she watched it and she was like, oh my god, this is shit. I mean, she got so irritated. <laughs> she doesn't have the tolerance for bad films like you and I have. Like, she'll watch yeah. some, she'll watch some, but she she can only stomach so much. And and but <laughs> but but th- this one is it's this one's definitely worth it. If you like cheesy horror movies, if you like you know, really bad gore, if you just like something that's you know that's plays like a Hallmark family drama meets. You know Halloween. I mean, you you, you can't you you can do you can't do much worse than or better than Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, <laughs> the Toy Maker, who I shall ever now refer to as Toy Boy because that's just that's just burned in my brain. And then <laughs> and, and and then I, I guess we should also mention that that as the film ended, you see uh, one of uh, Joe Petto's, uh, 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 I guess partially assembled a uh, uh, toy kind of spark. Like 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 Pino did, it kind of setting it up that we would get a a Silent Dead of the Night Part Six, but but we never got we never got a a Silent Night Dead of the Night Part Six. Uh, I don't think we could have handled it honestly. I think the toy maker was was, was oh yeah as good as good as good a way to go out as it as it as it could be. I think it's also worth noting that after this film ended, the only person I ever saw in a film again from this entire film was Mickey Rooney and Clip How are the other people? I don't know what happened to them. Never saw them again. Yep. Last film they ever did. I mean, they could be on soap operas. I have no idea, but this was the beginning and end of their of their uh, uh, filmmaking experience. I'm guessing at least they must have done even even less prominent titles, which is kind of hard to fathom how you could do that. It's, <laughs> it's it's definitely something that when you watch it, it's it's one of those films that that I love where you can't believe what you're seeing is actually happening, kind of a thing. Where yeah. you're just like someone actually put this together. And yeah, that, that this actually got first greenlit in the first place <laughs> and second made it through the entire production process. I mean, with with that cast and with Mickey Rooney, I I, I just I'm, I'm amazed at how it even got finished. I mean, I can imagine Mickey just constantly sitting on the sidelines grumbling and, you know, complaining about everything because that's just the way Mickey was. So it's it's a testament that it even got made in the first place. But then as you watch it, you it's so 
it's, it's just so all over the place. It's just like it's like a it's a shotgun of a film. It's just a scatter shot. I mean, it's just like it, everything is like so off the wall. It really is. And I think, you know, we talked about how the first film was such a cynical, just kind of a bargain basement. This makes some money. Silent Night, Deadly Night 5 really feels like some kind of perverted labor of love. There's there's an actual like there's there's a, definitely a, a, a hint of 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 passion in this project like it's so strange it certainly wasn't done in some cheap knockoff they really went out of their way to make something weird and and kind of unsettling and perverted and and, and, i mean you you can't you can't say that it's a cookie cutter horror film because it is definitely not it is is way out there yeah yeah it's it's definitely like uh unique in uh i mean it's it's got they it pulls together a lot of elements from from different horror films of course you know the uh, killer toys and uh um you know the uh the you know just the the father-son relationship of the joe petto and uh, pinocchio just uh, the backstory of that with his son original son being killed and all of this i mean it's 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 definitely, you know, full of prime uh, horror film tropes, but uh, it's just the way it's all put together and it's the way they try to put it together and piece it together and make you believe, you know, think that, oh, yeah, OK, logically, this is where this would go next when really it's not. I mean, not, not, there's no logical progression of any of the stuff in this film. So because it has this kind of air of fancifulness, to, I, I think the best way I could describe it to somebody who, who's trying to figure out what kind of film it is, is like if you can imagine Tim Burton getting thrown a script that wasn't finished and like different that was out of order. And he was in a drunken stupor and filmed the film <laughs> with an out of order script. That's kind of what I would say. Silent Deadly Night 5 is it has that kind of strange kind of weird quirkiness to it that you might expect from Tim Burton, but done yeah. in very poor execution. <laughs> that's the best way. That's the best way that I could, I could sum it up. So yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. Watch on YouTube. If you go to my website for this this uh, blog post for this uh, page, I'm going to have a link to the Amazon link. Uh, definitely, you know, buy it for your horror loving fan. Buy it for yourself if you're looking for a weird holiday gift. It's like they will certainly never forget it. It will. <laughs> it, it won't be like a pair of socks or sweater they've stuck in the back of the closet. They'll they'll watch this shit and they won't know what hit them. So, <laughs> exactly. You know, you get some spiked eggnog. So so <laughs> definitely worth a watch. So I think we've. We've done the best we can do with Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. Or AKA Toy, toy Boy. Toy Boy, AKA Toy Boy. <laughs> toy, toy, it's like Toy Boat. You say enough times, you can't, you can't say it. It's like, like, a, like a tongue twister. But we de- we've definitely got, we definitely got some more films coming up. We're going to be, we're going to be skewering. We've got a whole host of good ones that I think we're going to get to. So until then, everybody enjoy your holidays. Have a Merry Christmas or whatever you celebrate. And watch some Mickey Rooney. I this will actually if you're gonna watch the Year Without a Santa Claus and you're gonna watch uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Why don't you pair that with with this film and really yeah. freak your really freak your kids out? <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll never they'll never sleep again. I've tried that with <laughs> tried that with my daughter and then she'll never talk to me again. But anyways, uh, all right, so everybody have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>